a look at 80s music from Orange County, California. Music that came from here and music that came to here. Join me, your host, Doug Crandall, every Thursday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Behind the Orange Curtain. Tonight is episode 14. We'll talk about Bauhaus and beyond. Behind the Orange Curtain explores music that came from here to influence the rest of the world and music that made it here from around the world to influence those of us who lived here in Orange County during the 80s. As we enter into October, or as we like to call it, Rocktober, we'll be looking at the bands with a darker edge Tonight's band is Bauhaus. They're an English rock band formed in Northampton, England in 1978. The group consisted of Daniel Ash on guitar and saxophone, Peter Murphy vocals and occasional instrumentation, Kevin Haskin on the drums, and David J. Haskins, or David J. on the bass. The band was originally named Bauhaus 1919 in reference to the first operating year of the German art school, Bauhaus. They did, however, after a year, shorten their name. One of the pioneers of gothic rock, Bauhaus were known for their dark image and gloomy sound. Although they mixed many genres, including dub, glam rock, psychedelia, funk, power pop, and ska. Bauhaus broke up in 1983. Murphy began a solo career while Ash and Haskins continued as Tones on Tail and later reunited with David J to form Love and Rockets. Both enjoyed greater commercial success in the United States than Bauhaus had, but disappeared from the charts in their homeland. Bauhaus eventually reunited in 1998 for a tour, again from 2005 to 2008, and once again in 2019. Now let's pull back the orange curtain and look at the very influential music of Bauhaus and the music that followed from Tones on Tail to Love and Rockets and Peter Murphy's solo career. Daniel Ash was born July 31, 1957, and David Haskins was born April 24, 1957. They first met in kindergarten at the ripe old age of four. David and his younger brother Kevin, Michael Haskins, who was born July 19, 1960, were brought up in a working-class surrounding in Northampton. Daniel Ash, his friend David J. Haskins, and Haskins' younger brother Kevin had played together in various bands since childhood, Bands like This Bag Is Not A Toy. Another one was called Jam, not to be confused with The Jam. Another band, Grab A Shadow, and one of the longer-lived bands was called The Craze, which performed a few times around Northampton in 1978. However, The Craze still split up fairly quickly, and Ash once again tried to convince his old school friend Peter Murphy to join him, simply because Ash thought that he had the right look for a band. Murphy was working in a printing factory. He decided to give it a try, despite never having written any lyrics or music. During their first rehearsal, he co-wrote the song, In the Flat Field. Ash's old bandmate, Kevin Haskins, joined as the drummer. Ash made a point of not inviting David J., the driving force of their previous bands, because he wanted a band that he could control. 
Instead, Chris Barber was brought in to play bass, and together, the four musicians formed a band, SR However. Within a few weeks, Ash relented and replaced Barber with David J., who suggested the new name Bauhaus 1919. David J. had already agreed to tour American air bases with another band, but decided to join with his friends because it seemed like the right thing to do. With their complete lineup, the band played their first gig at the Cromwell Pub in Wellingboro on New Year's Eve in 1978. Here is that first song, In the Flat Field, by Bauhaus.
Dark Entries was released as a standalone single in January of 1980 by Axis, an early name for 4AD, and later issued on 4AD and Beggar's Banquet. It featured the 1944 painting Venus Asleep by Paul DeVoe as cover art. A fun fact, the band Hole used the song's main riff for their song Mrs. Jones on their first album, Pretty on the Inside, in 1991. Here's that song now, Dark Entries by Bauhaus.
Passion of Lovers is the sixth single released by Bauhaus. It was released in 7-inch format on Beggar's Banquet label in 1981. The initial copies came with the lyrics on a printed insert. It peaked at number 56 in the UK singles chart. The B-sides of the single feature a montage made up of recordings that each member of the band created individually. Tracks are simply titled Track 1, David J, Track 2, Peter Murphy, Track 3, Kevin Haskins, Track 4, Daniel Ash. The fourth track, Daniel Ash, features the backwards masking technique that Ash would use in later recordings, particularly with the band Tones on Tail. The actual words that Ash says are, naturally enough, the others have been doing their utmost to match this performance, this is something people get when they continually drink whiskey, I can't drink, I hardly eat these days, okay, that's fine. But here is the A-side, The Passion of Lovers.
During the recording session, when Bella Lugosi's Dead was recorded, so was another song, a ska reggae tune called Harry, which is about Deborah Harry, the lead singer of Blondie. Kevin Haskins said that we were still trying to find our voice at this point in Bauhaus. Here are some of the lyrics from the song. Well, hello, pretty woman. You're looking good with your yellow type skirt and your swaying, making coffee for the poor machines, stipulating, copulating for all his schemes. Another verse is, well, first it was New York with the right wing lights and the babies get for real if the group was right. Following her swallowing for two-tone pills, they said he's looking crazy, but he's so well built. You're moving steady, soon you'll be that star. Don't wrap up tomorrows in your infectious car. They'll line you up and strip you down, and then you'll see that you're still the horny two-eyed bitch that you used to be. Harry found an official release in 1982 as a B-side to the single Kick in the Eye. Here is Harry by Bauhaus.
Bella Lugosi's Dead was recorded live in the studio in a single take during a six-hour session at Beck Studios in Wellingboro on the 26th of January, 1979. It was the first thing they recorded together, six weeks after the band had formed. All four band members are credited as writers on the songs, vocalist Peter Murphy, guitarist Daniel Ash, drummer Kevin Haskins, and bassist David Jay. David Jay has claimed that he actually wrote the lyrics. The song is over nine minutes long. The vocals start, in the studio version, several minutes into the track. The dub-influenced guitar sound was achieved by using partial bar chords and leaving the top E and B strings open. The song takes its name from the horror film star Bela Lugosi, who is known for his role as the title character in 1931 film Dracula. The sleeve cover art was taken from the 1926 film The Sorrows of Satan. The song has been covered by many bands, including artists like Chris Cornell, Trent Reznor, The Damned, and Churches, who covered for a soundtrack to the film Vampire Academy in 2014. But here is, for you tonight, the original uncut version of Bela Lugosi's Dead.
white on white translucent black capes back on the rack Bella Lugos is dead the bats have left the bell tower the victims have been bled that velvet lines the black box Bella Lugos is dead
Tones on Tale was a musical side project of Daniel Ash. The music was described by one critic as doom and dance pop. While still a member of Bauhaus, Ash formed Tones on Tail early in 1982, originally as a duo with an art school friend and flatmate and Bauhaus roadie, Glenn Campling. The band's name was a reference to the way calibration tones were recorded on the tail of reel-to-reel tape. The pair issued their debut self-titled EP on 4AD in March 1982, followed by the single There's Only One, released by Beggar's Banquet Records on September 24th. Daniel Ash had said in an interview, I was getting bored with playing guitar. I wanted to sing. I always did anyway, but I didn't have the confidence to pursue that. I didn't have a voice at that stage, and it took a long time to develop that. After the breakup of Bauhaus in 1983, they were joined by drummer Kevin Haskins, and this became a full-time concern for all three members. Their first release as a trio was the Burning Skies EP, issued by Situation 2 on May 6, 1983. Their sole studio album was called Pop, and it was released by Beggar's Banquet on April 6, 1984, in the UK. Here it is for you now, a song from that album called Go. Head up, you'll never 
from Bauhaus started yet another band without Peter Murphy. The band was Love and Rockets. Love and Rockets was taken from a comic book series by the Hernandez brothers. Despite their previous status as gothic rock icons, Love and Rockets moved towards a slightly brighter and more pop-influenced sound. Their first studio album in 1985, Seventh Dream of Teenage Heaven, was an early example of alternative rock combined with post-punk and psychedelic leanings. The first song from Love and Rockets that we're going to play is Haunted When the Minutes Drag. It was in a John Hughes film, as per our last episode, She's Having a Baby. But here it is for you now.
Express is the second studio album by Love and Rockets. It was released on September 15, 1986 on Beggar's Banquet Records. An even greater departure from the band members' previous work is Bauhaus. The album's fusion of underground rock with pop stylings can be seen as an early example of alternative rock music, a genre that reached mainstream popularity in the early 1990s. In an interview with David J., he said, We had the attitude on Express of treating each track like a single. Other bands tend to record the whole album and pick the two best tracks, which become singles. Our attitude has always been to treat each track as if it were going to be a hit single. Each track is very special. If it isn't, we don't bother recording it, said David J. The next song reached number 49 on the U.S. rock chart in 1986. Here is All In My Mind.
In a music review, AllMusic gave the Love and Rockets album Express four and a half stars out of five, writing, Rich in sonic detail, the neo-psychedelic Express offers a listening experience like no other album. Guitars spiral to dizzying heights from beds of sound. Arrangements swirl and songs change and mutate. The track Kundalini Express was featured in the 1986 Italian horror film Demons 2 and appeared on an episode of the TV show Miami Vice. Let's listen now to Kundalini Express.
Confusion. That's what the world is today. It was a 1970 hit for The Temptations. It was released on the Gordy Motown label and written by Norman Whitfield and Barrett Strong. The song was used to anchor the 1970 Greatest Hits 2 LP. It reached number three on the U.S. pop charts and number two on the U.S. R&B charts. Billboard ranked the record as number 24th best song of 1970. It reached number seven in the UK singles chart. Although the song's backing track is nearly 11 minutes long, it was recorded by the Funk Brothers, only slightly more than four minutes was used for the Temptations version of the song. The full backing track can be heard on the 1971 LP, The Undisputed Truth. Love and Rocket's first minor hit was a cover of this Motown classic. It reached number 18 on the Canadian charts in January of 1986. Here is Love and Rockets version of Ball of Confusion. Get 
When Bauhaus split up, most people assumed that Peter Murphy would slip smoothly into a solo career. After all, it was perceived by many as the main focal point of the band. The voice, the image, the mesmerizing attraction of his live performances. Peter, however, had changed. His tangling with some of the rock and roll vices such as egocentrical extremes and his brief flirtation with cocaine were now behind him. He was sick and tired of being perceived as the pretty face of Bauhaus. In an interview with Peter Murphy, he said, As a solo artist, I had to learn to make records without this machine behind me that I was a part of. I had no skill, no idea what I should do. I was suddenly a solo person writing from where? From what perspective? So I was looking to find what I had to offer. From the album, Should the World Fail to Fall Apart, here is the cover of Per Ubu's song, Final Solution.
The year is 1987. Earth, Sun, Moon was released. It was the third album by Love and Rockets. They worked alongside renowned producer Derek Tompkins, who had overseen early Bauhaus sessions, including the recording of the legendary Bella Lugosi's Dead. Earth, Sun, Moon repeated the experience of Express and topped American college radio charts and even crept into the lower reaches of the Billboard Top 100, reaching number 83. Mirror People was the first single. So, so. 
The album Earth, Sun, and Moon is predominantly acoustic and more blatantly psychedelic than ever. Songs such as Mirror People that we just heard, The Light, and No New Tale to Tell brimmed with fresh ideas and energy. At that point, the band were, in the words of David J., firmly in the zone. It was No New Tale to Tell that burned up the airwaves. The video was brilliant, especially the opening sequence. Daniel Ash throws a bucket of pain on the floor and then saunters onto the set, picks up an acoustic guitar, straps it on, and slowly takes his sunglasses out of his pocket of his leather jacket and puts them on. The ultimate picture of cool. Then he stands perfectly still for a second. Then David J., standing mannequin still nearby with an umbrella on his shoulder and a kind of preacher's hat, starts singing the song. This would be the first time that a Love and Rockets video started to receive some rotation on MTV. The song reached number 18 on the U.S. mainstream rock chart. Here's No New Tale to Tell.
1988, Peter Murphy releases his second solo album, Love Hysteria. The album was largely written with former B-movie keyboard player Paul Stratham, who had joined Murphy's band, The Hundred Men. It was produced by a former member of The Fall, Simon Rogers. A review at the time of its release in Underground described the album as a coherent, tuneful package with tracks that are on the whole pretty listenable. Ned Raggett, writing for All Music, identified a continuing David Bowie influence, but stated that the album shows Murphy fully coming into his own as a performer. The Love Hysteria album also marked the beginning of a long-term collaboration with songwriter Paul Statham, who co-wrote songs with Murphy until 1995. The resulting singles, All Night Long and Indigo Eyes, helped garner a wider following, and the black and white video for All Night Long entered rotation on MTV. Here's the first track off of the album All Night Long, followed by Indigo Eyes.
1989, Love and Rockets would release a self-titled album, their fourth studio album. On Beggar's Banquet Records, like the others, it was released on cassette, vinyl, and compact disc. Love and Rockets dismissed Earth, Sun, and Moon's folk sound in favor of a stronger rock sound. Hints of the band's former psychedelic and gothic rock sound remains. Here is No Big Deal.
this self-titled album that would get Love and Rockets their biggest hit, the ash-penned So Alive. The song was a surprising number three on the Billboard Hot 100 and stayed at number one for five weeks on the U.S. Modern Rock chart. Because of the popularity of the single in the U.S., Love and Rockets, the album, became the band's best-selling album in America. It did very well in Canada as well, being certified platinum there in 1989, largely on the strength of So Alive, which was a number one hit there. David J. in an interview said, to a certain level, it's great. It really lifts you up. We were playing for crowds of 20 and 25,000, and we can handle that. We had a taste of something bigger when we played second bill to the cure in places like Yankee Stadium, which we did not enjoy. We were second on the bill, but even if we were top of the bill, we wouldn't have enjoyed it because it becomes too impersonal when, and you don't feel like you're reaching everybody. After a grueling tour schedule in support of their big hit, Love and Rockets took a few years off before returning to the studio together. The result was a move to a more electronic sound that had more in common with the Orb than their rock goth roots. The label, RCA Records dropped them. They then signed with Rick Rubin's American Recordings to release Hot Trip to Heaven in 1994, followed by Sweet F.A. in 1996. In April of 1995, during the recording of Sweet F.A., a fire broke out in the house owned by American Recordings, where the band was living and recording. None of the members were injured. The band did lose their gear. A photo of a burnt guitar was used for the album cover of Sweet F.A. The fire was followed by a lengthy legal battle between the band and their label and the label's insurance company. Love and Rockets were found not responsible for the fire, but were left with a large legal bill. Lift came out in 1998 on Red Ant Records, and after performing in Toronto in April of 1999, the Love and Rockets band disbanded. In an interview in June of 2009, Ash empathetically stated that he had no further plans to play with Love and Rockets. We worked together since 1980. I really want to work with new people, and I'm sure everybody else feels the same. Here is So Alive by Love and Rockets.
time again, baby. That's got everything to do with you. I'm alive. In 1989, Peter Murphy releases his third solo studio album. On it is a song called A Strange Kind of Love, produced by Murphy himself and Simon Rogers. The song mostly features the use of acoustic guitar. Murphy sings first with low intensity. In the mid-song transition, the slightly reverb vocals are performed with more overt projection and power, which were described to be just enough to give the arrangement a sense of vastness. The song also features a mournful synth reed part towards the song's conclusion performed by the collaborator Paul Statham, described by Ned Raggart of All Music as almost a gentle requiem. It charted on the U.S. Billboard Modern Rock tracks, peaking at number 21. Here is Peter Murphy's A Strange Kind of Love. kind of love a strange kind of feeling swims through your eyes and like the doors to a wide vast dominion they open to your cries This is no terror ground or place for the rage No broken hearts, whitewashed lies Just a taste for the truth, perfect taste, choice and meaning A look into your eyes To the gemstone alone A smile from a frown circles round Should he stay or should he go? 
Let him shout a rage so strong A rage that knows no right or wrong And take a little piece of you There is no middle ground Oh, that's how it seems For us to walk or to take That we tumble down Either side, left or right To love or to hate Another song on that album is Peter Murphy's biggest hit to date, Cuts You Up. The record got added to lots of radio playlists against the expectations of the management and record company. The single topped the college radio charts for a massive 13 weeks and even hit number 10 on the AOR chart. It was helped by the accompanying video of Peter looking every inch the rock idol, once again with his platinum blonde hair and black leather trousers, violently strumming on an acoustic guitar. This success took RCA quite by surprise. Cuts You Up sold 250,000 copies in three weeks. The label threw themselves into a mad frenzy of promotion across the country. They went mad. It was like Spinal Tap. After every gig, there was 20 to 30 people from RCA backstage in every town, said Murphy. Here is Cut You Up.
Bauhaus reunited. They released a new album, and on that album was a cover of David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust. This track would get the most airplay that Bauhaus has seen to date. Here is Ziggy Stardust by Bauhaus. Good with with and gilly and the spiders from my 
it's time for Crandall's Crucial Cut. This week's Crucial Cut will lead us into next week's topic. As we continue on with our darker side of music for October, I thought it appropriate to take a look at a band that adopted a new, increasingly dark and tormented style, which together with Robert Smith's stage look, had a strong influence on the emerging genre of gothic rock as well as the subculture that eventually formed around the genre. The featured band we'll look at is The Cure, so join me as we pull back the orange curtain and look at Robert Smith and his band The Cure. To close out this evening is The Cure performing Mint Car. Released on June 17, 1996, the song reached number 31 on the UK Singles Chart and number 14 on the Billboard Modern Rock Tracks Chart. And so, until next time, so long and farewell. But here with you, it's perfect.
Orange Curtain, a look at 80s music from Orange County, California. Music that came from here and music that came to here. Join me, your host, Doug Crandall, every Thursday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I don't trust this kid any further than I can throw him. Well, with your bad knee, Ed, you shouldn't throw anybody. It's true. What is so dangerous about a character like Ferris Bueller is he gives good kids bad ideas. Uh-huh. Last thing I need at this point in my career is 1,500 Ferris Bueller disciples running around these halls. He jeopardizes my ability to effectively govern this student body. Well, makes you look like an ass is what he does, Ed. Thank you, Grace. I think you're wrong. Oh, well, he's very popular, Ed. The sportos, the motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. 